Hello and welcome to a college edition final four of Straight Ballin', the NBA podcast for the fans, by the fans, two fans in particular, one of which is me, Adam Weideman, one of which is my man, the H-Man, Ari Man. Yo, 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 what's up? H-Man coming at you from the new crib. I told you I moved last week and then yesterday I went for a little walk around my place and funny enough, the whole neighborhood to the north of me is all named college names. Like you said, it's a Final Four themed week, and I guess they got the memo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, who's been studying the Hawks, the Suns? They've been, they've had low expectations this whole season, and now they are in the Final Four. We'll see how these guys do eventually in the NBA. I'm sure a lot of these college players will be going to the NBA. This is an NBA podcast. This is not a college basketball podcast. But, um,. We don't know anything about the draft, guys. I know there's a Sadiq. Nope, that's a player who's already in the NBA. I was going to say Sadiq Bay, But there is one guy who the Pistons, they got the first pick in the draft, and they're very excited to draft him. I don't know who he is, though. He's got one of those weird names that's not actually a name. It's Cade. Oh, yeah. It's like Cade Steel. He sounds like a freaking villain of a uh, superhero show or something. I don't know his last name at all, actually. It's Cunningham, but... The alliteration is evil. Yeah? Cade. Just Cade itself. It sounds like a very villainous name. Yeah, we'll see if he can uh, help the Pistons and uh, Jeremy Grant and co. Do you feel like they got done dirty by Blake Griffin? Because yeah. he just yeah, couldn't dunk and then he goes over the nets and he's dunking all over the place. Was he not trying? Yeah, for sure. You could definitely say that. Um, he should have though. I think he, uh, he, well, you know what? I kind of can understand it. Cause if a team's not going to play well, like get far in the playoffs and he's already got a nice contract, like why would you risk injury to put your best performance on the floor? Hmm. It's smart, but selfish and not good for love of the game. Exactly. Some would say that he was done dirty by the Clippers, that he oh, was yeah. signed, paraded around said he was going to be the next great or the first great Clipper <laughs> and then just immediately dealt. But, you know, that's the cycle, man. It's your dad was mean to you. Now I'm going to mean, mean to you, son or wife. You know, it happens. Yeah, exactly. And might not be who you got it from, but it's who you're giving it to that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Blake was mean to his wife and then started going out with this young, hot thing, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> He wanted to leave that Detroit old hag at home. <laughs> <laughs> but they weirdly did not win. They lost in the second round. Even though Kevin Durant had some amazing performances, some would even say that he went off. Oh, yeah, I would say he went off. He had, like, two almost 50-point games in the last two against the Bucks, mm. And, uh, unfortunately, Kyrie and James Harden were not up to their standards because of injuries. So, like, that big three that we thought was going to really dominate in the playoffs didn't really have a chance to spread their wings. I guess they kind of did in the first round, but relatively less consequential, of course. Yeah, instead the big three was Kevin Durant, Jeff Green, and Blake Griffin. Not what they expected. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Jeff Green, Uncle Jeff actually went off pretty well, too. He was definitely uh, playing below his age would suggest. Mm-hmm. He was like a cousin green on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, not an uncle. <laughs> I mean, cousins can be old, too. It's just in relation. Yeah. 
Um, He's still a little older, but cousin is appropriate, I think. In the last game, Game 7 of that series, Kevin Durant had 48, which is the most all-time in a Game 7. He had a turnaround jumper where his foot was just on the line, just barely, where they would have won if it was behind the line. Yeah, that was crazy. I was, like, very impressed with that shot because it was obviously, like, a turnaround almost at the three-point line very far away from the basket. But, like... Uh, he just didn't have, like, the time or the uh, vision to, like, see where his feet were at because of the fact that it was a turnaround jumper, like, so far from the basket and obviously intense defense and everything. So, yeah, it was, like, centimeters, though. It was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty damn close. He and his sideshow Bob feet, he's cursing them to this day. <laughs> um, Somebody uh, on the TNT uh, NBA crew was like, yeah, you know, those big feet, it's, like, uh, understandable, so... <laughs> Probably Shaq, because he has giant feet. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty Pippen chimed in for some reason. He was not impressed. Quote, KD can score better than LeBron, but has he surpassed LeBron? No. He tried to beat the Bucks instead of utilizing his team. LeBron would have figured out how to beat them and wouldn't have been exhausted. And he may not have taken the last shot. And then he has way more of a, fr- of a, of a quote, which, you know, I'm not going to read the whole time. I'm going to skim it. And I'm going to yeah. see if there's anything cool. Yeah, man. KD did take on a all of the scoring load, basically. But that's his game. He's just a, one of the best scorers of all time. Maybe that's just him playing to his strengths, you know? Like, LeBron is obviously more of a facilitator and, I guess, a planner and, like, student of the game and, like, making sure his team is positioned the most best way to get a win. But uh, KD's just like, put it on my shoulders, I'll shoot this shot and get it done. Yeah, and that's kind of what you have to do when your people are injured. It seems like Scottie Pippen is really just trying to make himself more important in this quote. (laughs) Because he was more of a facilitator type? Well, because he was the second best player in the Bulls, and he's like, Michael Jordan didn't beat those teams. The Bulls beat those teams. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Um... I feel like we shouldn't even talk about LeBron right now. He's just in frickin' Cancun watching his movies and being a Hollywood person. Do you see this video of him dancing like mariachi or Mexican freaking samba, some sort of style in a advertisement? He looks good. He's got a, he's got a nice frame, <laughs> but I didn't like it very much. <laughs> Man, don't talk to me about advertisements. <laughs> I mean, it did. Only giant multi-million dollar products like the NBA or Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Space my Jam bad. <laughs> too. So Space Jam one was on in a restaurant where I, where I was in recently, and it was hard to hard to look away. Oh yeah, man, it's a great movie. Yeah, we'll we'll see how bad the second one is in comparison. Um, but uh, still talking about KD and KD and Scotty Pip- Scotty Pippen. Uh, Durant actually responded. What did he say? Didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for a last-second shot because he was in his feelings his coach drew up the play for a better shooter? <laughs> Wait, what is he referring to? He's ta- that, that totally happened when uh, it was when Jordan was out, so Pippen is obviously like, well, it's got to be me because I'm the guy now. But uh, Phil Jackson uh, drew up the play for Tony Kukoc. Oh, wow. And That's so hilarious. then Pippen didn't even come in the game. He was like, well, if you're, I'm not going to shoot, I'll just sit here being a Damn. little baby. Yeah, that's pretty babyish. His butt was hurt that night. 
And then he also said this, that guy Scott also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season. LOL. <laughs> Yo, at Scotty Pippen, they followed Phil, not you. Wow. Yeah. I guess KD is telling Scotty Pippen that he's just lucky and it was on a good team, but he was pretty good. But Kevin Durant's way better. I would agree. Yeah. Totally different players, but um, I don't know. I, I Pippen, I just, he's like... It's weird how he tries to stay in the spotlight as opposed to other old players, you know? Yeah, you know, that's right. He doesn't just fade away. He's always, like, saying some stuff. He's, and like He's being a character. He's got that ex-wife who's now who's with Malik Beasley and other current players. So I wonder Whoa, if he, that's he's weird. just, like, also <laughs> out there, like, partying with current NBA players and, like, having weird, not, not relationships like his wife is, but relationships with the players. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's just one of those guys that uh, wants to hold on to his youth and just stay, like, partying, not really get into that old person stage of their life. But yeah. Actually, on this comment on this Reddit thread, people uh, apparently said that Pippen doesn't get along with a lot of folks, including uh, Charles Barkley. So, sounds like he just likes stirring up beefs. I mean, Barkley all definitely didn't get along with everybody either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he got along with those fat old women down in San Antonio. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of just kind of staying partying, um, there's a link that is on the thing that's wrong, but it's the Clay Thompson just on a boat, and I wanna I want you to watch that with me. Searching Clay Thompson boat Reddit. Yeah, the the title is Clay Thompson on a boat. Quote: I like the '80s, and then it's a lot longer. <laughs> 80s was all about big colors, supersonic sounds, and groovy tunes. Salmon season, y'all. Salmon season in eight days. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's watch this together, and I'll, <laughs> I'll cut up a little bit and put it in there. Going the old school cuts today. 80s. It's the 80s. I like the 80s. 80s was all about big colors, supersonic sounds, groovy tunes. I don't need no dreams when I'm by your side. Look at Alcatraz. Never been there. I don't think I'm gonna go. Love the movie The Rock though. The movie was fire. Hey, where's D. Lee at? Where's Damian Lee at? Juan Toscano. Gary Payton Jr. I'm, I'm the second. I'm supposed to invite y'all on the boat today. Big Wise. I'm still gonna give you a couple weeks, Wise. Man, this is nice. Who's in here? Depeche Mode next. Who wanted? That's that's a good that's a good pull right there. Uh, we got a uh, latte today, vanilla latte. Man, you made some good music back then. So Man, salmon season, y'all. Salmon season in eight days. Twenty six. Be there, or be square. Do you think he means like? salmon colored pants or salmon fish to be fishing salmon i think i think he means salmon fish like fishing he does have a boat he is on a boat and i think i've seen things of him fishing too paul george actually really likes fishing too and that's the kind of life i want to live bro that clay thompson on a boat style vanilla latte sipping driving past alcatraz life
Yeah, it seems like he's having a pretty great time. Can't really hate <laughs> on him. It just seems. Even if he's by himself on that boat, he's just jamming out, listening to some groovy tunes, <laughs> dancing, having a great time. He did po- point over at somebody during a lyric, or he's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably his dog. <laughs> that would be awesome. So yeah, that's some good off-season content. But let's let's talk about the season. We still got some. The second round happened. We're in the third round. Let's talk about it. The Nets are out. The fucking Sixers are out. How about that? How about the yeah, collapses man. that they had? Oh man, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about how Ben Simmons is, uh, psychologically. Like fragile, a baby apparently, <laughs> based on all the uh, commentators and the comments I've heard about him. But Joel Embiid is a spiritually an ox. <laughs> he didn't even have a knee that was working, and he's still putting up big numbers and helping his team out wherever he could. But uh, yeah, the Sixers couldn't get it done. The real big thing that happened was in uh, it was game six or was that oh, no that was game seven right when Ben Simmons had like an open dunk. That was like seven. right underneath the basket, and he for some reason thought Gallinari was still right behind him, but it was definitely not the case because he went for a steal and was like way behind him at that point. Mm-hmm. And then Trey Young was coming for help defense, so you know better watch out for the big blocks from Trey <laughs> when you can Ben Simmons, you could rise up and just dunk it down. So he uh, smartly chose to pass it to Matisse Tybel, who was coming in for the cut. Arguably a worse shooter than Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, went for the layup, obviously, like in traffic, so he got fouled and then missed one of the two shots. So that was pretty much the nail in the coffin. After the game, Joel Embiid said that that was the turning point. <laughs> and he said that he didn't know how yep. to say it because he, I guess he was trying to be uh, diplomatic. But um, yeah, it seems like they have had enough of Simmons, the ox and the doctor. Um Mm-hmm. Rivers, Doc Rivers, yeah. yeah, he was not happy either. Gave up another lead like he always does. He was asked if Ben, if ben Simmons would could be the point guard on a championship team, and he said, "I do not know the answer to that question." Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was pretty fun. And then, like the uh, NBA on TNT crew were all like, "Yeah, if you have a player who's afraid to shoot the basketball, that's absolutely the worst thing you can have." Because at least somebody who's willing to shoot the basketball can be like, oh, I gave it my best effort and I tried. Um, in this case, he just didn't even go up with it and made a terrible decision and like, has no confidence in himself. And the thing is, that dunk is like his bread and butter. Like He's always in that dunker spot trying to get a layup or just be really close to the basket for a short like well, floater or something. Pass it to someone for a harder shot. <laughs> Classic. But yeah, that's that's what I'm so confused about. Is like he could have gotten two points there and potentially another at the line, but he's so scared of going to the foul line that he chose to f- for not not go after those two points for the dunk. Like that's really they like his lack of confidence on the line is affecting the rest of his game. And that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really getting beat up on. I even saw a nice uh, video of him just like missing floaters before the game in like a warm-up situation the fan was just like wow. oh no man it's not gonna happen tonight <laughs> and yeah it didn't. I mean, that's that's not good and so we'll see where his trade value is at it kind of seems like he is going to be traded throughout the summer oh another thing on uh scotty pippen he says doc rivers set ben simmons up for failure what 
Yeah, he says that that's coaching issue, apparently. He's not using Simmons correctly. I mean, maybe that's right. Maybe he shouldn't be out there on the floor in the closing minutes, you know? You got to have shooters. In that scenario, yeah, it seems <clears throat> like a confidence-drained Simmons is not the best option. Maybe get Shake, Seth, Tobias, Embiid, and, I don't know, Korkmaz or something? Another shooter? Yeah, Korkmaz can shoot. Yeah, true, true, true. Ugh. George Hill. I don't know. There'd be a lot of better options. George Hill's been in some moments. How about... So that was the East, and then... So we got the Bucks and the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. I can't believe the Hawks won Game 1. They just keep on surprising people. Yeah, dude. That was amazing. Uh, it was yeah, a great game. That, uh, you see them, Trey Young was... I don't know why the Bucks are doing this, but they seem to be going under on every screen that Trey Young gets. And there was Even one the play threes. where Drew Holiday was like did that and then also went on the wrong side of the screener so Trey Young had like so much time and then the, the big didn't even close out on him and he had a time to like hit a shimmy before he made the shot and like you could tell he was like excited and happy about that going on as yeah. well like he was surprised he's a great character he's a great villain <laughs> with yeah, that shimmy I, I, don't, I feel like he's not a villain even though he's just uh, hero. yeah he's a, he's a hero he's <laughs> <laughs> actually the best because he doesn't do anything wrong. He got spit on. He doesn't, like, instigate or anything. <laughs> you remember that scene when uh, Joel Embiid was going out of bounds on top of uh, John Collins? And that, like, uh, he just, like, spread out his arms. He's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. He's, like, spread put his body right on top of John Collins. And then Trey Young is, like, small, trying to, like, work his way across Joel Embiid's back. And, like, hey, man, don't miss my guys. <laughs> yeah, that looks like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's such a small guy, but he's fast and and can shoot is amazing yeah in 40 uh, point games almost <clears throat> average is ridiculous yeah he's been nuts herder has stepped up since uh bogdan got injured kevin herder in game seven at 27 points he was the leading scorer yeah man amazing from somebody who you would never expect <laughs> and the, uh, by looking at him oh yeah you do not expect the uh red velvet to score like that um Looks like him and Trey Young both work a lot on their floaters because, like, <clears throat> once they get below the free throw line anywhere, they like mm. are threats to throw uh, lob passes or floaters Float that just go right in the bucket. Yeah, that's how the yeah, Sixers they're, they're defended nice. the the picks. If and they went over, and then it's like, well, he can keep them on his butt as he does and <laughs> yeah. do all the floaters. Uh, so it's kind of like pick your like, poison. Yeah, wasn't there, yeah, yeah, the uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio when the Hawks were against the Knicks in the first round, he was like, <laughs> made a statement that said, Trey Young needs to not get those boot butt foul calls because it's not fair to the game. What a fucking clown. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, he, yeah, he that, also dressed up in both, like, Knicks stuff and Brooklyn Nets stuff, like, off, looking awful in both of them, and... Just upsetting the fan bases of the other Scott of the other side. Like all the Knicks fans are like, "What? You're a fucking Nets fan?" <laughs> <laughs> I just accidentally pissed off everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's too good. Loser stuff. <laughs> Who else? Clint Capella's been doing good, getting rebounds, being a great great rim runner that he always has been. John Collins had a pretty solid game in Game One too. Oh yeah. man, that. Alley-oop off the backboard from Trey. They were both so hype after that. That was pretty cool. 
And there was a... Collins also made a nice t-shirt off of his dunk on Joel Embiid where he also has, like, his hand around his neck. It was cool. Yeah, and he wore it to the post-game press conference after the Game 7 win. <laughs> As he should, like... After that lurch, anything is uh, on the table. Oh, that was so badass. But speaking of Clint Capella, he got a nice little extra million dollars for making it to the third third round. Yeah, that's amazing. Nice little bonus. Now that's a come up. I remember you told me about your shoes that you bought from a thrift store (laughs) for like ten dollars when they should have been worth forty. And somebody said that's a come up, but this, this is a come up. Yeah, dude, I don't claim my shoes are a come up. That was a a friend of mine named Lucky. So, Uh. and by the way, it was like fifteen dollars, and it probably should have been like a hundred. (laughs) Okay, so it's a come up. Yeah, I'm like fucking Macklemore over here, chomp chomp. What was Macklemore's song? Thrift Shop? Yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> I'll take you to the thrifty shop. I'll let you buy whatever you want. My name is 50 Cent. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um. So what else is going on? What's the other uh series we got? We got freaking Clippers and Suns. And as of yesterday, it's not looking so lopsided anymore because the Clips pulled out a victory. Mr. Playoff P shed his pandemic handle and is a baller. Mm, yeah, before that, Paul George kind of blew game too with his free throws at the end. Oof, yeah. Obviously, he probably nice, was hella motivated. Nice little valley oop. We'll talk about it. But no, last night, Paul George uh, did pretty well, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see what the stats were. I think he had like 30 points, over 10 boards, and like eight assists or something. He had 27, 15, and 8. He didn't make That's a lot of... That's freaking nice. He was 3 of 11 on threes, but he kept shooting enough for them to win. Oh, wow. Reggie Jackson had a good game, too. Put up nice points. Pat Beverly was in there playing defense. Got a nice dagger at the end, the three. Yeah, especially when, they, when both teams had their stars missing. It's like, wow, these are just good teams. Like, they're not as good players are still there stepping up doing mm-hmm. what they need to do. Terrence Mann in fucking game six against the Jazz. I think, what did he score, like 40? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Because they just decided to game. leave him open, and that's how they had a giant comeback. Yeah, before we even get into this final series, the second round was pretty damn good for the Clippers. They came back from 0-2 again, and they have since gone 0-2 in this next series, so we'll see how it goes. It seems to be there, uh, the way they do it. That game seven, Terrence Mann had 39 points. Paul George had 28. Reggie Jackson had 27, so mm-hmm. multiple players did really well. Yeah, they just kept on hitting threes. Uh, Rudith Gobert was just out there stinking it up, being the three-time defensive player of the year, just getting stretched. Wow, that was a good win, too, because Donovan <clears throat> Mitchell had 39 points, almost a triple-double with nine rebounds and nine assists as well. He's a legit baller. Yeah, he was hurt, too, and he's he's pretty crazy to see in the playoffs at just how well he scores. Like, against Denver last year, too, he was just a menace. Yeah, dude, in the playoffs, he's he's always gets locked in as fuck. He's crazy. You know his free-throw routine, too, where he, like, closes his eyes and takes a couple deep breaths? Mm-mm. 
Yeah, he's, cool. uh, he looks like he's into that internal management shit. <laughs> Meditation and like whatever. Take some breath work and all that kind of stuff. Seems cool. Seems like a cool spider. Yes. Actually, on the Jazz team though, um, I was a little surprised at how poorly Mike Conley has been doing. Like kind of ever since he got there. Maybe he has just unbeknownst to most people, has been over the hill since getting out of uh, Memphis. He was definitely bad the the half season that he was there at the beginning. He was pretty good this regular season. He was like a, a backup all-star. But um, he was definitely injured in the playoffs, and he wanted to come back and do his thing, but he was not as effective as he should have been in the playoffs, I believe. Do, do, do. So the Clippers, they, they keep on coming back. We'll see what happens in this series. It's It'll be very fun. The Suns, they've been waiting. They've been waiting so much that Chris Paul got COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I don't know the story about that. Actually, let me see if I can find out why he got this protocol. <laughs> From what event? Or what setting? Even though he was, uh, he was already vaccinated, apparently. Yeah. All right. Shit happens, and it did. All said of his eight-day isolation period, so he just tested positive for it, and even he though he's vaccinated. Two negative tests. Um. Apparently, just the one positive test was enough for an eight-day isolation period to get triggered. Wow. Um. But yeah, that was it. He was not ready to play at the start of the conference finals because. He received bad news from the Sun's senior director of health. I was laying in bed and I got a text from Brady. <laughs> Chris Paul would associate with a man named Brady. First name Brady. What a terrible name. Yeah. Like, what if you went through life and your name was Brady Sizemore or something, you know? Like, just something that awful. <laughs> God, yeah. Honestly... You know how people, like, celebrate their birthdays, and I'm like, it doesn't matter, you just got older, like, congrats, nothing happened. But people with names like that, like, it's really a struggle to keep going year after year after year. (laughs) Congratulations for not killing yourself. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Another year, you've surprised me. (laughs) You know what, I didn't think you'd make it out of that one, with COVID and all that. (laughs) No, it seems crazy that uh, Chris Paul like, got COVID or tested positive. It's like something always happens to this guy, and he just gets mm-hmm. fucked. I did not want to see him out in the Suns lose, but they stepped up in game one. I mean, so the Clippers were also missing Kawhi Leonard, and they still are. He has an ACL injury, not like a tear that'll have him out for a year, but it's mm-hmm. very possible he's out for this whole series. Um. But in game one, Devin Booker had a 40-point triple-double. In game two, Cam Johnson, no, not Cam oh. Johnson, Campaign had like oh, yeah. 30. And by the way, that was Devin Booker's first triple-double ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, a good factoid. That's cool. He's uh puts up numbers in the regular season, and now he's shutting up all the haters that says he's never gotten it done in the playoffs because now it's the playoffs, and he's doing better than he ever did before. It's true. He's just been stepping up. And with a broken nose. Pat Beverly slammed his forehead on Devin Booker's face in a form of defense and uh, turned out to broke his, break his nose, get a little blood action in there, got some, like, three little fractures, and now he's wearing a mask for game three. <laughs> it was a form of defense. 
<laughs> You're right. Headbutting can help you not get, you know, your <laughs> defender. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um. So Pat was also bleeding after that happened. Did he like break the skin of his forehead, or was that just Devin Booker's blood on Pat Bev's face and jersey? That's good question. question. I thought it was uh his own blood, but. No, it might not have been the case because no I didn't think like blood. when you headbutt somebody like that. Yeah, I guess maybe he has a real sharp nose. It didn't actually look like that hard of a hit even, but you know, obviously it must have been hard enough for him to uh, break it and draw some blood. Yeah, then Devin for the rest of that game was looking funny <coughs> with the fucking yeah. stuff <laughs> up his nostrils. With the swollen nose, he looked like Squidward. But yeah, so in that game too, the value. Fucking awesome. It was not the oh, first time yeah. that the Suns had uh, thrown it right above the cylinder and just tapped it right in. And the other team has always been like, no, it doesn't count. No, it was goaltending. But then they're like, oh, ah, 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 read the rule book, sucker. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that sounds a very Chris Paul thing to do. <laughs> yeah, well, the Suns did it before. Wasn't playing. Yeah, the, the Suns did it back when Tyson Chandler was oh, on yeah. the team. I remember he finished one off. And that was in the regular season, but now in the playoffs, they used it to win because DeMarcus Cousins didn't cut off the basket. Like, why? Mm, yeah. It's almost like even though he has long arms, you shouldn't put him in the game for that situation because he's not smart. And then afterwards, yeah. he pushed Devin Booker, which was fun. <laughs> Are we in that same play? It was right after. Yeah, he was sad that he failed on defense, so he pushed Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, if you watch the replay of the shot, it's on the TV cameras catch it. But I think that Devin pushed Pat Beverly before that, and the cameras didn't catch that. Because he was just mad that he broke his nose. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Pat Bev was definitely talking trash with, like, less than a second left when all the reviews were going on and they were setting up that play. So I think uh, it's definitely going to get chippy, even more chippy. I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these games are getting real intense. They're getting intense and they're getting good. I In that game, too, I uh, I shrieked, like, loudly. I yelled <laughs> when it happened. It was very cool. I talked to my roommate the next day. I'm like, did I wake you up? He said no. So I was happy about <laughs> that. Oh, I think I see the push. Oh, yeah. Marcus Cousins totally shoved the crap out of Devin Booker after the game. That should have been a technical. Yeah, it should have been something. Especially because I think there was like .3 seconds left. Like the game wasn't even over. It was called final at that point, but there's still more wow. stuff that happened. Um, And the person defending uh, Aiton there was Zubots, not uh, DMC. Yes, well, DMC failed on the inbound. He was pass. on the yeah, he was on the inbound. Because Zubats also failed in that he let Devin Booker give him a nice pick. <clears throat> yeah, he got screened off of Aiton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aiton's been great. So we will. What are your uh, finals picks at this point? <sighs> well, I think it's gonna be the Suns and. I think it's going to be the Bucks, man, to be honest. That's kind of what I I think, too. Like, I just... 
even though they've been constantly surprising us the whole playoffs, I just think it stops here with the Hawks and the Clippers. Yeah. Well, the Clippers, I feel like, are... The Clippers surprise you? They've been surprising me, yeah, coming down back from 0-2, and now they would definitely surprise me without Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel the Clippers have a better chance than uh, the Hawks do. Even though they're up 1-0. Yeah. Because I feel like the, what happens with the Bucks series is like they have a couple of games where they have to sort of feel it out and see what c- coaching adjustments they're going to make. And then in the later end of the series, they kind of figure it out and uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton figure out their ways to close out the game. And then Giannis also figures out how to stack up more points and, and be a better help in like... the. I mean, even in the clutch situation, he just figures them out, you know? Yeah. So I think that's why the Hawks probably surprise them, and then they'll figure them out, and then it should be a... Hopefully it's a back-and-forth series. Hopefully it goes to Game 7. Always love that. But uh, I think it'll be Bucks in, like, 6. That'd be cool. That would be I nice. really like Trey Young, though, and Kevin Herter and John Collins. I have really liked Collins. I didn't like Collins before, but in the playoffs, he's just been, like, extra gritty. Yeah, <laughs> which I those dunks so good. Yeah, I was uh surprised that there's no hawk on the upcoming Olympic team. A lot of the roster for that has been uh, announced. Kevin Durant's like, I'm not done with this with this situation. This year of just balling out. I am now the best player in the world. I am going to lead the Olymp- the Olympics. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. This is a solid roster here. We got, I'm just going to run through it here. We got KD, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Oof. Jason Tatum, St. Louis, Bradley Beal, St. Louis, Zach Levine, don't know where, Kevin Love, hmm. <laughs> Draymond Green, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Jeremy Grant. So. Jeremy hey, Grant, that, that's a come up for him. Do you consider? Yeah, definitely. He's he's slow key becoming a, I wouldn't say superstar, but a star in the league. Yeah, well, he just like got opportunities in Detroit that he didn't get in Denver, and it was totally that's what he wanted. He they got paid the same amount of money, and he totally got more opportunity. And now he's got this opportunity, which no way he would have gotten that opportunity if he was still in the Nuggets. Um, yeah, true. The other name that kind of sticks out to me is Kevin Love. Yeah, I was just thinking about that a little bit. I was going up and down the line here, and I think besides maybe Zach Levine and Devin Booker, he's the white guy on the team. (laughs) I think both of them are like half. Yeah, so you got to represent, you know, diversity and all. (laughs) The the American white male. Maybe they needed somebody who can throw like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they I mean, need or, one one guy to represent, or else they can't even participate. <laughs> yeah, he can be the evil one for everyone else. He can represent the American billionaire. With um, our mental problems and all. <laughs> <laughs> yup, and also a modeling career. Yeah, <laughs> he got cute after he, he stopped being chunky. That's true, man. Those sharp cheekbones. Um, and also he's good at throwing full court passes, which I think this team will probably have a lot of because of the fact that they'll be the best 
uh, yeah, defense and mm-hmm. offense. So it should be <laughs> fun. It's like watching a, it's like a NBA team playing against a college team. Like watching an all-star team playing against a college team. That's like the appeal. It's watching American dominance. There was a year where Spain won it though, right? Yes, yeah, Spain. I think Argentina has also won. Um, yeah, there was like a couple, couple of years where people didn't like America. So yeah, like so the NBA trash. players didn't play. Or like there was a rule about it in the NBA. No, there was definitely NBA squads that lost. But it wasn't like our best team we put together, obviously. But it was a national disgrace. Yeah. <clears throat> this year, but uh, this... I think Spain is kind of over the hill. Like, they got the Gasol brothers playing together. 36 and 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And then Pau is going to retire, apparently. Even though he's retired from the NBA, he... Uh, he's still playing in it this year? Yeah, at 40 years wow. old. It's going to be awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> Argentina, I think, is also a little old at this point. No way they're going to bring Manu Ginobili and... Uh... Who was that guard that was on the Warriors from Brazil? Who's like fast? Oh, I'm forgetting his name now. He was all right for like a couple of years in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. There were definitely a few Argentinian players. No Sioni. Yeah, Luca is going to be out there for Slovenia. Yeah, they I don't have even to know qualify. if they're in. The, yeah, I'm not sure if they're even going to be in the Olympics, but he's going to do his best. And Yoke and Jokic and uh, fucking Boban, the Twin Towers. Oh hell yeah, Serbia! Is that yeah. where they're from? Yeah, dude. that could be good. I think they have the Bogdanoviches too. Yeah, that that might actually be the uh, best one other than us at this point. Boyi and Bogi. <laughs> Bogi. <laughs> so that's the Olympics, you know, future basketball. We got Pistons got the first pick. We already talked about that. We don't need to talk about that. How about- it was cool um, that, what's his name, Ben, uh, what's Wallace. his last name? Ben Wallace. Yeah, it was Ben Wallace. He was the one who was at the draft, like, lottery and got the first pick. That is cool. Um, the he looks so Hall different without his afro. Yeah, he was asked if he had any good luck charms, and he said, no, I just work hard. <laughs> Even though this is a luck lottery. <laughs> <laughs> He put in all the work that he could before this. Yeah, he was doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex Michael Caruso, this guy, he uh he got eliminated in the first round with LeBron, and <laughs> he became so distraught that he turned to weed. He at least possessed it in Texas. In Brazos County, and now wow. the man has a mugshot. That's hilarious. Looking bald as ever. You know, this seems more his natural state, being in a mugshot in a Texas police office. Not yeah, yamming I mean, on fools on the court in the NBA. <laughs> free people in jail for weed, but like, yeah, I could imagine him doing worse crimes. He looks like he could be a pretty good criminal. The bond amount was 3000 Jeez. Wow. Must have been a lot of weed. <laughs> and then... Oh, it says less than two ounces, so it could be a solid amount still. That's personal use. 
Um, then possession of paraphernalia got an extra twelve hundred dollar bond. Ooh, man, he had a bong too. Wow, this yeah. dude goes hard. What, what, what kind of piece? Yeah, what kind of bong do you think this guy had? Just like in his car driving across Texas. Just like a little, little tiny one hitter. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't go too hard. <laughs> uh, whoa, it says he's white. What? He is? Uh-huh. This is news to me. It says his hair color is brown when they should have put it non-existent. <laughs> they should have put it in bald. <laughs> I wish that they had more of a description of the arrest. <laughs> That'd be cool. Let's see if we can do some sleuthing. Alex Caruso arrested at Easterwood Airport. What? So he was he was trying to go on a flight with this bud. He was trying to take it on a plane. In College Station. So let's see what happened. A spokesman for Texas A&M Police, wow, yeah. said officers were contacted by TSA agents after they found what they believed to be drug paraphernalia. The police department said the item located was a grinder with marijuana residue. The 27-year-old college station native was arrested on charges of possession, less than two ounces, and possession of paraphernalia. So, it was not, he wasn't even using a one-hitter. He was just grinding it. (laughs) Wait, okay, yeah, so the less than two ounces was less than, like, .02 ounces. It was literally just, like, the tiniest residue. Oh, wow, yeah, I guess so, because it didn't say that they actually found any, like, weed itself. It just said that they found the paraphernalia. Oh, what a dopey thing to do, take your grinder on a plane. (laughs) 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 Sounds like he was high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. But who knows how, because all he had was the grinder. He probably just licked it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, other than this, we have transaction report. Better watch out. People are making moves. It's it's tough to make friends in business because sometimes you have to say bye bye. We got Kemba Walker going to the thunder. And Al Horford going back to Boston. Oh, yeah, he's back in Boston. So cool. There is a trade there. Then we also have coaches moving. We have... Also, what I was curious about is what does this mean for Oklahoma City? Because, like, do they even have a team anymore? Is every player they have just a draft pick now for the future? They have have so many picks. So I don't know if we talked about Donnie Nelson, Rick Carlisle out in Maverick land. AKA Dallas. But they uh, just last night seems like Jason Kidd is going to be their new head coach. Oh. Which is pretty cool because he was in Dallas for a while, right? He, he won a championship with them. And also, he's just like, he's got the vision that, that Luca does, or at yeah. least close to it. So they can like relate to a couple things, you know? And Kidd was the assistant coach in LA, right? For this past season, the Lakers? I believe he was, yeah. He's got some yeah. good coaching uh, experience now because he was with the Bucks for a while too, I think. 
Yeah, and he tossed that water on the court. Yeah, so he's got savvy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's got smarts. (laughs) And uh, Rick Carlisle has since been picked up by the Indianapolis Indiana Pacers. Oh. I heard Rick Carlisle was uh, kind of a my way or the highway kind of guy. Yeah, which is kind of what got Nate Bjorkman fired, right? What the hell? Is that the last coach that they had up there? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, if that's the case, then he better change his tune. Yeah, there are many better songs out there than My Way or The Highway. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know what I was thinking is like, or like if you're a team in the NBA looking for a coach, there's not very many options available. You know, you need someone who has like coaching experience in the NBA or you have to take a big gamble and pull someone up from college or like international or something. Mm-hmm. And that, and when I ever have seen that happen, it's like unlikely to work out well. Like these coaching decisions are tough. Like once you're, once you're in as a coach, I feel like it's hard to, you get like tenure almost like Doc Rivers. He's probably not, doesn't deserve to be a coach anymore. <laughs> yeah. You just keep on getting opportunities where it's like a lot of people don't get opportunities. I feel like there are enough of those people to where it's fine. Like you could be the first person to hire a woman. Why not? Yeah. You can get Becky in there. You yeah, got, everybody knows Becky's going to be the one. <laughs> how about Jerry Jerry Stackhouse, who's been great in the in the G League? How about Patrick Ewing? I remember yeah. he was upset that he wasn't coaching for a while. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah, it is kind of like a and everyone's like, very no, you're, guarded. You're too um, sweaty. Group of people. <laughs> yeah, you're going to drip on all the freaking whiteboards. Nobody's going to be able to read what you write. Mm-hmm. And that's that, man. <clears throat> we got the finals coming up, and we'll talk about it here on Straight Ballin'. Thank you for got, balling with us. What do we got tonight, man? We got the Clippers tonight. Oh, yeah, Clippers and freaking... I think we got the Bucks. Oh, tonight. yeah. No, you're right. My bad. That was last night with the... Devin Booker in the face mask. So yeah, tonight we're gonna see game two. I'm going out on the town though. I'm not. I'm not. Maybe you'll it. catch it. You'll you'll hear the word on the street. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm the late. I'm the late show tonight. So I, we might we might see. Nice, dude. Oh, what yeah. do you mean? You're you're going to a show? Yeah, I'm gonna see some comedy. Oh, nice, bro. That's sick. Yeah. You should, if it's possible, you should record a little bit. So anyway. <laughs> Definitely not allowed. So yeah, I'm going to be watching that game though 8.30pm, let's get it I'm going to be rooting for the Hawks Let's get it, you straight ball Ice tray, baby Swish